0: The year is 2016, and many things about American culture are borrowed. That's safe to say. But one thing that is us, and always has been us, is the gunslinger. And as much as you like to dress it up, there's always going to be a gun on our hips.
1: The date as we record this, the 6th of August 2016, from this side of the pond, which has few guns, looking over at the other side that has many, I've got to wonder if Chekhov's theory is true. And if you show a gun, it must go off.
0: Mm. I will check off. The, I, I don't think he's, he's right on this one. Wow. That's a that's a big name. No, because I mean, actually, one of the best pieces of entertainment that I laid eyes on this year uh, stateside was Fargo season two. And the thing that was so shocking about that uh, show is people would draw guns multiple times an episode, but it was still just a conversation. It was it was almost like, OK, we're here now. We're here. But the conversation is still going. Obviously, when you're looking at police footage and, and just overall violence in general nowadays, if a gun comes out, people are, are raining shells. I don't know. You guys are always uh, framed as kind of like wearing those tall hats. You see Sherlock Holmes whistling at cops, and there's a respect between criminals and crooks. Is that how it is?
1: Well, I am wearing a tall hat, as we record, as you well know. And I often <laughs> whistle at policemen. So, yes. Yes. But uh, for the rest oh. of my country, probably with, not. With a
0: tall hat on, what are you, like seven feet?
1: Uh, yeah, seven, I'm seven and a half foot with hat, uh, seven foot uh, hatless. But you've rarely see me without a hat. So, you know, I'm very much like Silent Bob in that regard. The We've all got the, the cliches, haven't we? I mean... The stereotypes, of course, that's not true over here. The respect for authority and police, I think, is very divided. I think that's diminished a lot, but I would imagine that's a worldwide thing. With guns, it's like, okay, I mean, we're going to talk about guns. Let's just start out bluntly by talking about guns. Have you ever fired a gun?
0: Multiple times, my friend. Tell me. Um, Well, I have friends that that like to be prepared for life. I'm not necessarily a gun lover. I have a healthy respect for a weapon. Uh, What about yourself? Uh,
1: I have. I mean, guns are much less prevalent over here, much less. I mean, they're only really sporting items here, and I have shots in sport. Uh, it was like um, a day out, you know, clay pigeon shooting on, this, on a stag do, uh, and that is it. I quite enjoyed it, I have to say, but...
0: If you're up against it, are you reaching for a magazine or a revolver if the apocalypse goes down?
1: Well, I'm British. I, I will take off my hat and respectfully ask... <laughs> that they stop this this very minute and that will be all i need to do kujo i you yeah, know that's that's all you, you need to do you got some
0: badasses over there don't don't say you don't
1: yeah um i mean if shit went down if the apocalypse went down
0: I w- do you know what if the apocalypse went
1: down tomorrow and it might i genuinely would not know where to get my hands on a firearm i've got no clue at all
0: oh your first move is is getting enough water for you and yours that that's the first move oh yeah um no i mean like i, I I do have a preference. I, I like a revolver. I mean, if you've ever kind of spun the chamber and then snapped it into place, uh, that feels like Hollywood. So, yeah, I, I, I think firearms, they're a statement. They're, they're a part of your personality, but they don't define a person. They just, to some people, they're handicaps. To other people, they give them that aura, or even if it's a veneer, a false veneer, they give them that, that, that safety that they want to feel.
1: Well, yeah. It's safety that they want to feel. And that's it. I mean, a gun is even more than a lightsaber. A gun, across all cultures, I should imagine, is a, as a young boy or a young child's pretend weapon. It's a gun. that they're, they're more than what they are. It's like, thankfully, it's never happened to me, and I don't know if it's ever happened to you. If someone pointed a gun at you, you were not scared of the gun. The hand that holds the gun becomes the hand of God, right? I mean, you're not actually sensibly thinking, oh, in a second, a little tiny metal pellet will shoot out of that gun towards me. That's not the way you're thinking. You're you're looking at an explosion. A gun is more than a gun, isn't it? But it is to me because a gun is completely foreign to me. Like I said, I I wouldn't know where to go. If I needed a gun now, I've got no clue. In your life, how, how often do you think you brush with guns, whether you see one? When, when was the last time you saw a gun? regardless of whether you held it.
0: In the wild? No, dude, um, just, well, it's not. It's not like people are flashing iron all the time. But but where I do live in Southern California, uh, for about a month around uh, our Independence Day, people didn't know if it was gunshots or fireworks around here. So we're kind of desensitized enough. Um, and, and, and with freeway stuff, you never know, like, if you cut somebody off, their finger's coming out or, or you know, a barrel. I mean, to be honest. But for the most part... I've not seen too many people flash iron. I did in my nightclub days. Now, that, that's a different conversation.
1: You can't leave it there. You can't tempt us with that. Here's the winning lottery numbers. I'll give you them next week. No, no, no. <laughs> that's no. funny.
0: That's funny. But no, I, I get you. Have you, you
1: ever in any way interacted with a firearm in a negative situation?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I used to be a doorman and I saw, I saw a drive by one time. Oddly enough, The guy working with me that night was an uh, ex-Navy SEAL. And the way that he acted in that situation was so telling about life. Uh, He just stood there with his camera phone the whole time. And this is back when people were carrying those bricks around, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, camera phones weren't good. And he walked directly towards the action. And I just stood there, like, stunned looking at him. But that's, I mean, again, you're talking about people that have been in the setting, they know what's important. Um, so I guess that that is a reflection of America. I guess maybe the world sees that way that we're kind of so desensitized that like, you've got Trump and he's not sure whether to send a tweet or like, you know, finger the uh, the nukes. You know, I, I don't know if that's the perception on your side.
1: Let me ask you a question about that, that Navy SEAL friend of yours who pulled out the camera. Because I interpreted that to mean he was getting uh, registration plates, he was taking evidence, or was he doing it to show his friends later?
0: No, that guy was stone cold. Um, when he talked, I listened. And, and you have many a night, you know, when you work with people, you know, coworkers. eventually you start to find out who that person is and you have the right conversations with them. He was, he was a haunted man. He had seen some things that, you know, he, he couldn't even express. But he wasn't violent. He respected violence. But later, because I saw him do a move like that, I had a real bad boy scene like late in my 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 uh, bouncing career. I ran a car down like it got onto the freeway. I had to kind of and I got its license plate. Uh, I was the reason why the cops ran him down. But that that was crazy because I ran like two blocks before I could get the angle on the shot. But I'm just thinking about that story now. And it's kind of tripping me out. Um, I haven't haven't thought about that in many years. But anyway, back on, back on course.
1: I mean, okay, so talking about guns, you know, we've set it up. I've got very little experience. You've obviously got a bit more. It's something which I think sort of divides our, our countries. I think if, if I was to enter your country on a permanent basis, I'd find that more jarring than many things. I know you're not all carrying guns around in Starbucks. I know that. But the moment where I, where I saw a gun, I think would be quite shocking for me. Uh, When I lived in Japan, the police are armed there. And so I'd regularly see guns and I, it was quite, not scary, but quite shocking. Thinking There was one time where I, when I was in Japan over a cultural misunderstanding where I was escorted from a train by six armed policemen. No joke. That really threw me for six. And let's just get to the nuts of it. Fuck it. Do you think guns are good? You've got, as I perceive it, minimal or not very effective gun control. Some people over your way may say ours is completely overkill and we have no freedom. Personally, I like it my way. What do you think?
0: Uh, gu- gun control is an oxymoron, brother. Again, like we live in a culture of zero, zero res- accountability or responsibility. Uh, guns aren't the problem. They've never been the problem. And the reason why everybody in your country needs a gun is because some people in a room a long time ago on our side of the country that, that threw your tea in the drink. They knew that like power corrupts. It doesn't just randomly corrupt. It always corrupts because it's a state of mind. So, like, you got to have your, your serfs or your, your denizens or your citizens, or they, they, they need to be armed because you're going to lose it at some point. I think that that's just the circles power runs in.
1: I respect what you're saying. So I suppose what you're saying is for gun power to only be in the hands of the establishment, the, the serfs have no comeback when the establishment corrupt
0: well we're seeing how we're seeing how power is acting right now so like i mean you got you guys are going to have to ask yourselves that question here pretty soon because people are going to start saying things like gun free zones and if they start turning those into cities i don't know do you guys have a concealed carry over there do you guys have that law
1: i don't believe anyone can do that no
0: well well here in certain states you know you you can put a revolver out of sight So like you can have a hip holster or I'm sorry, you can have an ankle holster or something like that. Again, those people are are usually really responsible with their weapons because they've had the appropriate training. I'm not nervous to have those people around. Like if I see a gun on somebody, I'm not treating that person any differently at this point. Um, If they start acting crazy, then yeah, you're going to distance yourself. Obviously, I haven't lived that out. I've seen outright crime, but I haven't seen somebody lose their cool cantina style, you know,
1: but they do, right? I mean, it happens. And listen, I mean, someone could lose their shit over here any minute now with a kitchen knife and do an yeah. awful lot of damage. I don't deny that. <sighs> a kitchen knife, I have a kitchen knife. I was handling one not an hour ago. I don't have a gun. I, I just don't understand the need Ooh. to have a gun. But I, I do understand what you're saying about, you know, what if things turn really shitty and you've got to protect yourself. Yes, but at what cost? Where's the well, balance? Then, and I think, I, I think the balance but, has tipped in the wrong way.
0: Let me give you this hypothetical. If you're in bed with your loved ones and you hear something bump around in the house, what's your go-to? Are you picking up a lamp? Or are you? Uh, do you have like a nice little baseball bat from youth tucked behind the door? What's going on?
1: Uh, I would go for my guitar, not my good guitar, my shitty guitar, which is a very heavy piece of equipment. And there we go. The likelihood of the intruder being armed is so minimal, I wouldn't even count it. So minimal. Someone who's breaking into my house is an opportunist. There's nothing, you know, there's no reason to think (laughs) I've got anything remarkable. My house is perfectly fine, but it's just a house.
0: Nice disclaimer.
1: Thank you. If they were breaking into my house, they're fucking idiots, because if they see my car, they know there's nothing worth stealing inside.
0: Yeah, but you're Um, you're framing it from a place of, like, uh, it it could never happen. But it does happen. Um, And I'm I'm not advocating that you, you do get the gun out, because how many times do you read in the news that people shoot their, their own loved
1: exactly.
0: ones? Agreed. Like, that's not the right point. Um, I, again, like, yeah, but, but, I can't think of a scenario where I would draw a gun because no, but let's,
1: if, okay. So that scenario, right? Me versus you. And I, we're both sleeping in bed with our loved ones this evening. And well,
0: I never sleep brother. You know that, but please continue. <laughs> <was that> about?
1: <laughs> not with my loved one. Anyway, I wait till yeah, she goes home. Yes. Um, And we hear the noise. I don't have a gun. I pick up my guitar. No one's going to die. You have a gun. Now, I hear what you're saying. But when you're in that moment, are you actually going to make the conscious decision of, I won't take the gun. I will leave the gun and I will take the baseball bat. No, you're not. I doubt it. You're going to pick up uh, the gun.
0: It depends on how traumatized your brain is. So like, I've worked through those scenarios, but I don't have the gun within my reach. It's not in the house. Um, it's in an office. Uh, no, I, I have a, I have a baseball bat that I made actually back in woodshop, and, and I've swung it a few times. So, uh, yeah, no, I I see what you're saying, and, and I get the collateral damage aspect. But again, it, it should people have guns? The uh, the only answer you need is, do you trust authority? That's that's really the only answer that you need. I'm, again, like, you guys, things are playing out okay so far. Like, I do know that the, that you're obviously, that you just jumped ship from the EU, which means that there are certain people in your society that don't trust who's leading them. So I think it's a ripple effect, brother. I mean, uh, we'll see. Uh, stuff bounces back and forth, and, and it's kind of like a chain reaction between us because, mm. I mean, the Brits and the Americans, they're the same people. They, they just have been fed different storylines. I've got to
1: wonder. Okay, another hypothetical situation. All the people that are pro-guns, like guns, whatever you want to say. If I could now replace, completely free of charge, the gun with a tranquilizer gun. It does the same thing. You aim it, you point it, you shoot it, you hit or you miss. But Can you there's... get designer colors? For you, I will do a Boba Fett one.
0: All right, you got my attention.
1: There you go. There's no bullets in there, dude. It's a trank dart. It's going to knock <laughs> them down. It's going to knock them down. That's it. I, I would imagine an awful lot of people wouldn't take me up on the offer because they like the gun. It's easy to say the things you're saying. I'm not saying that you're one of these people, but I think an awful lot of people like the guns. They wouldn't be interested in another alternative.
0: Well, our, dude, our brain, our identity is made up of a million different moving parts, and they change every chapter. But, like, there are certain people in our world that need a, 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 an external piece of violence on their person to... to to round out their personality. Who knows what they carry? Um, and I don't know what that looks like on your side. Because you, you mm-hmm. tell me that you don't have angry people. You do. But what does it look like? Like what what are their what are their tools?
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, A concealed knife, I imagine.
0: Maybe. I mean, maybe you got some crazy butterfly knife people over there. I I don't know. Um, but again, like the way that we see violence on your side is like soccer hooligans. And and kind of like uh, belligerentness. I, I don't really see too many. Uh, I, I think my favorite uh, favorite British crime movie is probably Layer Cake because that does show brutality, but it doesn't have you know too much gunplay. It's just people using your minds and stuff. Yeah. Have you have you peeped that?
1: No, no. I hear so much about it, and I've just never gone into well, it.
0: Well, that was that was uh, what's that director's name? Vaughn. That was before he got all caught up in the uh, superhero hoopla. Um <sighs>
1: God, he's the kickass guy, isn't he?
0: He is, and I know that you don't like kickass, but again, like that—that's—that's that's what how gunplay should be framed without deference. I mean, that's why Verhoeven killed it in the '80s. It, it's just like when you see gunplay in entertainment, you need to see the collateral damage, or mm. it's just trash. That's why, like, I'm—I'm—I'm kind of played on superhero movies because. You see, like the reaction shots. You'll see somebody holding a gun and the chamber flash, and you just see, you know, the reaction in their eyes. You, you got to see the dead piece of meat because that's that's what a gun is, and, and people are shocked when it is that thing, but that's what it is. It, it turns it turns life into to meat.
1: From your perspective, how sort of conscious are people of guns? So if You know, you walk to... No, not you, because I know where you stand. Someone you work with, whoever. Pick a random person. Yep. They leave the house in the morning. They're stopping off to get a coffee. They're driving to the office. They're going to go to the bank and grab a sandwich at lunch. In that process, that very sort of mundane run of things, which we all do, does the concept of gun even come up? I mean, do they even think for a second when they're in the bank? You know, there could be guns here.
0: I used to roll with this one cat when I lived in the Midwest, And he had a gun on him nine times out of 10, but he wouldn't kind of mention it overtly. And it really only came into play once. Um, And that was because he was like reaching for his wallet to tip a waitress or something. And his gun fell out. And I was like, oh, that's smooth. But (laughs) aside from that, no. (laughs) Yeah, that that was a moment that I think we'll both remember. Um, I see you, brother. Um, Yeah, no, it's uh, it doesn't really come into everyday stuff now. That, that conversation could change much like you from city to countryside, you know? Well, that's like,
1: another point. Over here, right? We yeah. have like your New Yorks, your Californias, your Seattles, all these things. Very cosmopolitan, you know. I don't, I can't envision guns there. The South, the Deep South, which no doubt wrongly we always associate with some of the darker times of American history. Sure. I imagine they're all packing guns.
0: Uh, maybe. And and there is a fair amount of ignorance, uh, in, in the, the Bible belt. Um, and I Bible belt, that's the phrase. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of names for, for states that people, um, kind of lump together, but like places like Kansas have a rich history of, uh, liberalism that that's gone away now, but that's again, like people say America and they talk about real estate. It's, it's actually a state of mind because, you know, uh, Trump is going off about illegal immigrants and stuff. That, that's not the way we can think in America. We, we have to think about, okay, this person is bringing this to our culture. How do we co-opt it? And how do we reach common ground with that person? That, that's what America should be. Uh, it's keeping it on guns... Um, yeah, I mean, if you happen to find your way into a theater and watch Suicide Squad, you're going to get David Ayer's portrayal of uh, American violence. He's done movies like Training Day, which took place in South Central L.A. He's He's been in the trenches. He's a military man. So when you see like El Diablo and stuff like that, those are real personalities. And, and I actually bring up that character to uh, make a point about it. He, he's this uh, Mexican banger type character. He's tired of violence. So... That kind of says it all. I love guns, but but I'm tired of seeing people pull triggers. Like I'd rather see people pull a gun and, and do it kind of Fargo style. And you're gonna to have to watch that now too on your side. You don't so, have to. Yeah, no, it's probably the most important piece of entertainment made this last year. And when you watch it about halfway through the series, and this is season two of Fargo. If you're lurking, it's it's very important entertainment. That's all I can say okay. about
1: it. Okay. Yeah. Just as we start to wrap up, question for you, because this does fascinate me. For me, over here, to get a firearm is is not so easy, I imagine, as you've got it. For example, I have to obtain a certificate. The police have to be satisfied. I'm a person of good... uh, I have a good reason to own the firearm. I must be trustable. No criminal record, and so on. That's funny. Sporting, collecting, these are the only reasons. I can't have a gun for self-defence. Self-defence is actually written as not a valid excuse to own a firearm i've got to be a sportsman or i've got to be a collector and when i'm a collector they usually decommission them take out the pins and so on i believe so it's it's, it's an antique it is not a working firearm already it's very difficult now we do have gun crime not that much of it overall but we do have it we have armed police now you know i saw some just the other day because they need to be ready
0: yeah what do you have <laughs> need to, to be do? ready for terrorism
1: terrorism exactly that and yep. also i mean you know you can get illegal guns if you really want to there will be criminals who've got guns and the police have to, to let's hope so yeah. how easy is it if i was um to move to america tomorrow settle in get a job get an address what would i have to do to get a handgun a pistol which i can't buy over here even with a sports license i can't have a pistol over here
0: yeah i mean there's there's regulation and people are always trying to like oh let's make more checks and stuff Nah, you you can just roll up to a, a garage sale, and if 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 somebody catches the right vibe, they'll they'll, they'll sell a gun to you. Uh, I I don't really, again, like, really, you're gonna legislate weapons? No, not really, not really, because that's the very nature of weapons. They don't want to be controlled. So like, it comes down to human nature. So I mean, uh, again, like, I, I'm not I'm not shopping for a gun, and I probably won't, but let me Let me counter with this question. Since there is kind of a, an apprehension around firearms on your side and stuff, what if all of a sudden somebody said, "You know, in high school everybody has to take a shooting class and at the end of it, you get the option to buy that gun? Would people just absolutely lose their their noodle or or, or would that be okay?
1: oh god people would go
0: nuts because they would perceive it to be like a new culture of violence right
1: absolutely right It was like why are we training our kids to use things that we don't want them to have we've never had them
0: well let me reframe it in kind of a nationalism way like what if they instituted that everybody had to do six months of military service in your country and, and in doing so they were taught national pride and learned how to handle a gun would that be more palatable
1: it would be more palatable, but only just because people don't want to join the National Service.
0: We're going to have to find pride somewhere here pretty soon, but that's that's another conversation. That is. Maybe uh, the
1: nature of pride is changing, and that is another conversation, but it's an interesting one.
0: As far as guns go, they're not going to be controlled. And the more that you try and control them, it, it just creates a schism between people that have lots of money and people that don't. It, it's there's never, We can have conversations about everything, dude. Like... Uh, oh, is, is censorship bad? Is, is guns bad? No, it, it's. It, is, does power corrupt and do people have too much money and, and are resources being like stolen and stuff? Essentially, the next question that faces our world in most places is if the U.S. starts taking guns from its citizens, w- will other governments feel that's the right move? I know Turkey's clamped down on guns as well um, because of their, their coup a little bit ago. So, I mean, like, it, it's, it should be an indication of culture and, and the way that your your leadership is, is wanting to kind of go about things. Um, so time will tell, as it always does, brother. Time will tell. To wrap it up, yep.
1: I hear exactly what you're saying, and I don't necessarily dispute the points. Well, I do actually dispute the points. It's, it's
0: the you're same about way. to head out to a pawn shop? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to no get need. me some heat.
1: I, I stream it all online now. Uh, oh, with a W. Yes, I'm with you. Yes, that's right. Yes, I am. Yeah, so wrapping up, I, I take on board everything you've said. The gun thing, I think, is always going to be a completely divisive issue. It's something I will never understand about your country and probably you'll never understand about mine. Just to wrap up, I, I understand and take on board everything you've said. I don't agree with some of it. I do agree with some of it. Something which strikes me is that a long, long time ago, people gained an understanding of chemistry. They made gunpowder. They gained an understanding of metalworking. They made a gun. They combined the two. It's what you call a modern gun. Brilliant. You've got one and you have allowed it and good stuff.
0: I didn't know you were an alchemist. Maybe I am. But
1: <laughs> I put to you that similarly now in this day and age, we have greater understanding of chemistry, all sorts of things, compound chemicals, and the access to that information has never been more available as per the internet. And so you're going to have these things which can be made into bombs and poisons and other threats, and you will want them controlled. You won't want them in the hands of the people. And effectively, that's a gun. It's it's a tool to kill and intimidate.
0: Well, we, we can make an evolutionary leap right now. Uh, what's that one director that did Inception? I think he's English. Chris Nolan. Yeah. Remember that line in Inception where he says, the most dangerous thing is an idea? Was that I mean, Michael
1: Caine? Did Michael Caine say that? The most dangerous things an idea, Mr. Wayne.
0: <laughs> he may as well have. And hope, let's hope he does in the future. But no, I, I think that that's, we're already seeing people that are afraid of words. So we can jump right past chemicals. Uh, guns, guns are just a thing. Uh, someday somebody will pick up a rock and hit somebody in the back of the head. It's probably happened a few times in history. They're still rocks. The, everything's a tool of violence if you want it to be. It's in the mind, brother.
1: Yeah, but a gun's designed to be a tool of violence, isn't it? It's not a rock. A rock's a rock. A gun is purposely built in order to project little bullets and rupture people's organs.
0: A lot of people feel like a gun levels a playing field. Um, and it doesn't matter how, how much money a person is standing on. To, for people to live in this world, they have to feel a sense of dignity, hmm and, and and that's how that's defined. I mean, we grew up watching uh, cowboys on horses trick horses you know uh, swinging firearms around and they were heroes uh, you can't undo that uh if you ever see America without guns, she's not America anymore and I'm just I'm just gonna end it on that
1: all right listen let's close it down this is a conversation which could run and run but we must save our breath for future episodes uh, and also to run away from all the fucking bullets
0: we have to talk about star wars later <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so we, we got to save some energy
1: you know I, we're on episode three and yeah. i cannot believe curtis i cannot believe that it was i who first had to mention boba fett I, you've let me down there i'll be honest
0: it is shocking. I, I do try and work it into every uh, conversation. Yeah, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought him up, brother. Hey, Appreciate a little that. bit of
1: trivia as we do close it down, talking about guns and talking about Boba Fett. Am I right in saying that in the whole trilogy, Boba Fett only fires his weapon once? It's just occurred to me now.
0: You are mistaken, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he fires in the hallway, that, that incredibly framed shot with the plaster. He fires on the skiff
1: skiff is what one i was thinking of yeah
0: and then he takes one last pot shot at luke but it's a wrist it's a wrist blaster that was animated only for the special editions uh because in the original editions he's just lining the shot up and you're like okay there's a respectability in that in the special editions he actually fires off this laser which it's very greedo like it makes no sense because he's point blank and the shot is like six feet wide so you know not so special, really.
1: <laughs> They're not so special editions.
0: <laughs> no. Nah.
1: Uh, were you in charge of the marketing for those ones, or or did they pass? Let's wrap it up. Should we tell these fine folks where they can find us?
0: You can. And 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 the way these conversations are getting, uh, please please get involved. Um, I can be found on Twitter at eighty six Cujo. Uh, you can call me that, or, or various other names you might have heard me by uh, in previous sessions.
1: You can call me Andy. You'll find me on Twitter at TheSmithSignal. Drop us a line. Any questions, any comments, your own thoughts on these issues. We'd love to hear them. Maybe you can let us know what you think.